Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, What? more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. The scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. How much are you willing to do to get your hands on money? For some, like the subject of today's story, the answer is a lot more deadly than most. On November 29th, 2004, a man shot and killed a stranger in order to grab a large sum of money. A man who has never been captured and remains missing even today. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Jason Derrick Brown was born on July 1st, 1969 in Los Angeles, California. After attending Laguna Beach High School, Jason, who spoke French fluently, went and got his master's degree in international business, and from 1988 to 1990, served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Paris. Coming back to California from 1990 to 2004, Jason moved around the state and eventually owned and operated two businesses, Toys Unlimited and On the Doorstep Advertising, from his home in Salt Lake City, Utah. Portraying himself as an extremely wealthy man, living luxuriously and feeding his expensive taste, in 2004, Jason defaulted on at least one very large loan and had racked up tens of thousands of dollars in debt. Getting desperate, it is believed that Jason operated check and bank fraud scams for years in order to maintain his outwardly wealthy appearance and may have been responsible for a few unsolved petty thefts and home invasions in the area. In fact, he would sometimes go to car dealerships, well-dressed and ready to impress, 
and would purchase a brand new car using fake social security numbers and addresses. All of that came to a deadly head in November of 2004, when, days after having purchased a 45 caliber Glock pistol, Jason took a firearms instruction course, passed a background check, and submitted his fingerprints to state and federal authorities. After the class was complete, where his instructor described him as a, quote, obnoxious student with no experience who accidentally fired a round into a nearby truck and had to pay for the damages, Jason went back to the hotel he was living at in Ahwatukee, Arizona, and was captured on surveillance speaking with a still unidentified man who police believe might have been an accomplice. Then, days later, on November 29, 2004, Jason approached the nearby AMC movie theater and, seeing 24-year-old armored car guard Robert Keith Palomares carrying in the weekend deposits, secured a hood onto his head and ambushed the stranger. Shooting his 45 caliber six times, five of the shots landed in Robert's head, and though armed himself, he had no time to lift his own weapon and fell to the ground. Grabbing the money bag containing $56,000 in cash, Jason fled to the nearby alleyway, jumped onto a bicycle, and fled the scene. Robert was quickly transported to the Good Samaritan Hospital, where, unfortunately, he was pronounced dead. Though witnesses initially described the gunman as between 25 to 30 years old and Hispanic, when authorities finally recovered the now-abandoned bicycle and ran the prints, the crime was connected to Jason Derrick Brown, the man who, while securing the firearm he used to kill Robert Polamares, submitted his prints to both the state and federal agencies. Though police knew exactly who their killer was, they had no clue where he ran off to. An arrest warrant was issued on December 4th by the Maricopa County Superior Court, charging Jason Brown with first-degree murder and armed robbery. And later, another charge of unlawful flight to avoid prosecution was issued in a federal arrest warrant issued by the United States District Court for the District of Arizona. While all of this was happening, Jason ran from Arizona to Hendersonville, Nevada before continuing on to Las Vegas, where he swapped his BMW M3 for a black Cadillac Escalade that he had ready in storage. He then drove to Orange County, California, where he stayed with relatives until December 6th, when that federal warrant was issued, and managed to get away just an hour before the FBI agents arrived, ready to arrest him. Using his credit card at a gas station in southern Orange County, Jason allegedly traveled to San Diego, right near the Mexican border, and then all the way up to Portland, Oregon, where, according to the FBI, he became a, quote, ghost and went completely off the grid. On January 16, 2004, police found his abandoned Cadillac left behind in a long-term parking lot at the Portland International Airport and learned that, back when he was still there, Jason mailed off some clothes and golf equipment to his older brother in San Diego. On April 20, 2005, David Brown, Jason's brother, was indicted for obstruction of justice claiming that he tampered with evidence and deep-cleaned his brother's BMW in early December after it was driven to California from the Las Vegas storage unit. He claimed that he did no such thing, but in 2007, David pleaded guilty, said he lied to the FBI, and a federal judge sentenced him to three years probation. Though they had over 200 leads in the case, investigators were no closer to finding and capturing Jason Brown. 
They believe that his, quote, California surfer dude appearance made it incredibly easy for him to blend in with a crowd and said that they had more leads in his case than any other on their 10 most wanted list. He was officially placed on the list on December 8th, 2007, with a reward that later totaled $400,000. Though majority are proven to be false, Jason's striking resemblance to actor Sean Penn led to one of the man's body doubles getting arrested when they mistook him for their fugitive. The most recent, credible sighting came in August of 2008 near the Hogle Zoo in Salt Lake City. An old acquaintance of Jason's, a person who had gone to missionary training with him and went to France with him, recognized him when they both stopped at a traffic light. When Jason noticed the man in the next car, he promptly accelerated through the red light and sped off down the street. The acquaintance claimed that he was now much tanner than before and was sporting a longer hairstyle compared to the 2004 photograph on his wanted poster. Investigators believe that Jason Brown might be hiding in plain sight among the Mormon community, under an assumed identity, of course, and likely still keeps up with his former habits of working out and going to nightclubs. He may be living with a partner who has no clue who exactly he is, or he may have fled to a country where his fluency in French could pay off. According to a 2021 report, while the search for Jason Brown still continued, friends and family who knew him were still having a hard time believing the kind, loving person that they knew could be a cold-blooded killer. According to Jamie Brown Martin, his sister, Jason might have learned his criminal ways from the father who disappeared just 10 years before he did. A man who used to try and, quote, beat the bad out of him, who knew his son was just like him, and who let that boy be his minion. The last and most recent update came in September of 2022, when Jason Derrick Brown was removed from the FBI's most wanted list in order to add another alleged criminal. This does not mean, however, that the case is closed and that investigators are not still looking for their closure. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on November 30th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.